You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Today I Found Out podcast with me, Simon Whistler. In today's episode, you're going to learn why we might not be eating the same bananas as we are today in just a few short years. And in the bonus facts section of the show, you're going to learn what the banana actually is. Let's get started with today's episode. For starters, nearly all commercial banana plants are perfect clones of one another, and most originate from one single plant in Southeast Asia. Now, to be clear, there are approximately a thousand different types of banana plants in the world today, and within each variety, most are generally clones of one another, although some do have a bit of genetic diversification. But the banana, since the 1960s, the one sold commercially in supermarkets the world over, is the Cavendish banana, named after William Cavendish, the sixth Duke of Devonshire. Most types of banana originate from hybrids of the Musa acuminata and Musa balbiciana. When these two crossbreed, the result is a half-breed banana plant that is almost completely sterile. But the first records of these half-breed banana plants being cultivated dates back around 10,000 to 15,000 years, making one of the oldest known cultivated plants. Because this mutant plant was unable to breed on its own, agriculturalists had to find another way to propagate the plants. There are a few different ways to do this, but the most popular way is simply to take a shoot, called a sucker, off an existing plant and plant it elsewhere. Even if the sucker has no roots, if placed in the correct type of soil, wet, sandy soil, it will develop them in time. The banana plant was gradually developed into the varieties we see today and propagated throughout the world initially by Arab traders and later Spanish conquistadors. So a hybrid plant that would have normally died off quite quickly has been spared by human intervention, with humans simply taking shoots from desirable existing plants and spreading them throughout the world. The advantages to this is that among each variety, they are nearly all perfect clones of one another, which means as a commercial product, some Cavendish banana from some Cavendish banana plants in Africa will taste and look the same as one from South America. There is one huge drawback, however. Because they are clones, what will kill one will kill them all, which has come into play before in the commercial banana world. The Banana Apocalypse the Cavendish banana was not the world's most popular banana until the 1960s. In fact, it was relatively unknown among the masses, and even after the 1960s, the former world's most popular banana, the Gross Michael or Big Mike, was generally preferred by businesses and consumers alike. The Gross Michael was preferred by businesses due to being easier to ship and they stored longer before spoiling than the Cavendish. Consumers also liked them better for the increase in storage time as well as the fact that they are larger and sweeter and generally considered to taste better. The latter being one of the reasons it was the world's most popular banana in the first place. Unfortunately, the world was forced, very suddenly, to switch bananas in the middle of the 20th century. So what happened to force this switch? What happened was a banana apocalypse on a global scale. You see, as mentioned, the drawback of the fact that within each variety of banana, nearly all the bananas are clones of one another, is what will kill or harm one banana plant will do the same to all other banana plants of the same variety. Enter the Panama disease, which caused the near extinction of the gross Michael banana. Panama disease is a type of fungus that lives in the soil and to which fungicides do not work against, which is why it is such a threat. There are a variety of strains of the fungus out there, one of which wiped out the gross Michael banana as a commercial product. 
It was around the 1920s when this particular strain of the Panama disease first showed up in Suriname. From there, it spread quickly through the Caribbean and eventually throughout the banana-growing world. By the 1960s, due to the mass wipeout of the Gross Michael, banana growers were pretty much nearly all bankrupt and were desperately trying to find a way to stay afloat. Enter the Cavendish banana, which is smaller but somewhat similar tasting to the Gross Michael, only less sweet and more care needed in shipping and storage. But just as important as the similar taste was that it was resistant to the particular strain of the Panama disease that wiped out the Gross Michael. A few billion dollars in infrastructure change later, and growers successfully made the switch, with the mass public accepting the new banana in place of the Gross Michael. Unfortunately, a new strain of the Panama disease that the Cavendish banana is not resistant to sprung up in 1992 and threatens the world's most popular banana once again. This time, however, there has not been found a similar substitute banana among the other thousand or so varieties out there. Most varieties of banana contain giant, hard seeds throughout the soft, fleshy inside and generally taste nothing like the bananas we are used to eating. A second banana apocalypse, if it happens soon before a new variety can either be genetically engineered or carefully bred, will likely see the end of the fruit as a popular commercial product. Since this new strain of Panama disease has showed up, it has already wiped out plantations in Indonesia, Malaysia, Australia and Taiwan, and is currently spreading through Southeast Asia. It is also thought that it is only a matter of time before it spreads through Africa and Latin America, which would be the death knell for the Cavendish as a commercial product. Because of this, extremely strict cultivation rules and regulations are in place to try and protect the commercial plantations from becoming infected. Some experts even say this should be sufficient to stop the commercial extinction of the Cavendish banana from ever happening. But others feel this is naive, as similar efforts were put forth to try and protect the Gross Michael before its eventual commercial extinction. Although we do have the benefit of better technology today to aid in protecting the plantations. However, even with this, it may only be a matter of time before Cavendish bananas will no longer be available in stores. And now for today's bonus facts. Number 1. Bananas do not grow on trees, rather they grow from a root structure that produces an above-ground stem. The plant is specifically classified as an arborescent, tree-like perennial herb. In fact, it is the largest herbaceous flowering plant. Bonus fact 2. Just as interesting as the banana plant being a herb is that the banana itself is a berry. Bonus fact 3. One of the few other somewhat accepted varieties of banana is the goldfinger banana, which doesn't taste like the Cavendish or Gross Michael at all, rather tastes a bit like an apple. This variety was a hybrid bred banana created by Philip Rowe. It did not catch on commercially in most of the world, excepting parts of Australia. Bonus fact 4. Although no longer viable for mass cultivation, the Gross Michael still grows in certain areas of the world that has not been touched by the particular strain of Panama disease that wiped it out as a commercial product. For similar reasons, the Cavendish is not likely to ever be completely wiped out, though it is thought it will eventually go the way of the Gross Michael and eventually no longer be commercially available. You just listened to the Today I Found Out daily podcast. This podcast is brought to you by todayifoundout.com and is produced by spokenmatter.com. To get more great content just like this, head on over to spokenmatter.com forward slash todayifoundout, where you'll find our brand new five-hour-long audiobook for just $5. And if that's not enough listening for you, Audible are the leading audiobook provider in the world with over 100,000 titles to choose from. Grab a free audiobook on us if you sign up today by going to todayifoundout.com forward slash audible. Thanks for listening.